Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wes Avram, a Presbyterian pastor and professor, tells this story about a Valentine's Day. He and his wife, Lynn, could not get a babysitter. So Wes went into the kitchen to settle on dinner plans. And there he saw his wife, Lynn, chatting with an old friend, with a cardboard box in front of her. She said, I was picking up some dinner, and when I saw this, I thought of you two. Happy Valentine's Day, and by the way, be careful. They opened the box and discovered a wiggling, (laughs) clawing lobster. (laughs) They had just moved from Maine and so missed lobsters. That Valentine's dinner turned out to be their best ever. Later that evening, Wes received an email from a former colleague in Maine. Her son was here in Tennessee and about to have his 10th birthday, and she wanted all her friends to send him postcards with scenes from all different parts of the country. Wes's first thought was, well, this is a great idea, but do I really have time for this? Then he recalled the surprise gift of the lobster and realized that he should have time for this. The first friend gave Wes a greater gift than the lobster. She gave him a reminder that he too had the time to give in ways that seek nothing in return. She revealed to Wes a whole new way of seeing gifts. One way to see the transfiguration of Jesus in the Gospel of Mark is as a gift from Jesus to Peter, James, and John. Jesus selected the three of them his inner circle, to go with him up the mountain. He let them in to see what no one else got to see. They got to see him become dazzling white. They got to see him talk with Moses and Elijah. Peter's response to this gift was not all bad. He was moved to give a gift as well, to build three tabernacles, one for Moses, one for Elijah, one for Jesus. The problem was that his gift was his way of permanently holding on or possessing the experience. As we learn from Wes's story with the lobster and the birthday card, the best gifts are to be placed in circulation by paying them forward. So instead of tabernacles, Peter and his companions got a cloud. The cloud, too, is not a bad thing. The cloud teaches Peter, James, and John and us that we often can't find our way forward by ourselves. We often must depend on the voice of God leading us and the hand of Jesus guiding us. And we often hear that voice and receive that guidance through the gifts of others. I remember a time when I was in a mental fog dealing with both grief and business pressures after my father's death. I felt overwhelmed by it all. One day, a man named Jim one of our employees, walked up to me 
and handed me a little piece of paper. On it was a quote from Theodore Roosevelt that he thought I might find helpful. The quote was, it is not the critic that counts, but the person in the arena whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, who in spite of errors continues to strive valiantly. Reading that quote gave me an amazing lift. I thought, well, I may be in pain, and I may be making some mistakes, but at least I'm here in the arena. At least I'm mixing it up with the dust and the mud. At least I have some hope. I took that piece of paper and put it in my wallet, and when things got tough, I would look at it again and feel re-energized for whatever challenge was out there in front of me. When I look back on that story, what I now remember more than the quote itself is Jim. Jim was a retired Marine sergeant who always had a smile. He was a man who lived out his deep faith every day. He had the gift of bringing encouragement to everyone around him. Jim noticed that I was feeling overwhelmed, and he took the time to care enough about me to find that particular quote that he thought would be helpful to my situation. Then he took a risk by handing it to me, his boss. That day, Jim reached out with one hand to me, shined a flashlight with his other hand, and guided me through the fog. And the best way I can repay him is to pay it forward. Sometimes God reveals the light more directly. A parishioner who, like so many of us, has experienced recent deaths in her inner circle gave me permission to share her story. One afternoon, the grief from those recent deaths felt overwhelming to her, almost to the point of feeling paralyzed by it. She prayed earnestly to God for a sign, any kind of sign, that might give her a little hope, a little peace, a little comfort. She looked up from her prayer and looked out her window. There was the most beautiful sunset she had seen in years. The deep hues and colors were like that of a Monet painting. And it seemed to her that not only was Jesus speaking to her and shining a light out to her, but so was the person she loved who died most recently. He was an avid outdoorsman who took the time to appreciate the beauty of nature. And he was somehow present to her through the sunset, joining Christ to cradle her with love, to grant her a little peace, and to begin the journey toward healing her heart. In a few days, we enter the season of Lent. It will be a different Lent here at Calvary. And many of you, along with friends throughout the world, are offering gold gifts and discovering new ones to help us together reveal Christ's walk with us and in us in fresh, profound, and creative ways. It is a time to listen, to see, to sense, and to pray. It is a time to give space for the light of Christ to penetrate the fog and shine through the darkness. It's a time for us to be and share that light with each other and with the world around us. It is a time for us to offer big and little gifts of revelation. Amen.
if you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.